The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm feeling loose. Dale Driver, I'm feeling loose. Yeah, I guess. Pretty limber. Yeah, are you feeling yeah. it? You've got a Coke Zero open. I have. Oh, it's, oh. it's a cheeky Thursday afternoon in the office. Oh. Coke Zero is for everyone. Matt Jones, are you feeling loose? In case anybody was worried, there will be at least 15 minutes worth of chat about Weetabix in this episode. Oh. <laughs> Let's try and limit it to at least, uh, to, to a maximum even, of five. Yeah. Yeah, because there are plenty of games and other things to talk about. We've got plenty to talk about this week, actually. So, well, let's just... Should we get straight into it, or do you want to talk a bit about breakfast? I want to get straight into it, because I'm <laughs> fucking sick of this food spin-off that oh, we're doing yeah. every episode. Well, I think it's like, this is the best thing we do, maybe. It is yeah. hashtag relatable. There, you know, yeah. there is that. Hash brown relatable oh. between breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, is it? It was, though. <laughs> it was because it was so shit. Yeah. Well, maybe... That'd be a nice, like, social media-funded uh, charity drive for, like, uh, hungry people. Be like, uh, hash browns over hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> it might work. Or maybe if you were looking for a breakfast in the post-apocalypse, you would settle for an atomic heart. Um, should we talk about... I would not eat an atomic heart. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Is that if you like warm it up in the microwave? Yeah, it's just a very yeah. hot, a very hot heart. It's, um, honestly, I think the word atomic bothers me more than the word heart in that mm. description of food. Yeah, because you wouldn't eat, I don't know, atomic kitten. Yeah. Be a, a, all three of them would be a meal. Where are you going with that? Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm not a cannibal to start with. Um, Atomic Heart is a game. It's a shooter. Make me whole again. Come exactly. Oh, exactly. The, uh, You've the chosen tide, the music now, haven't you? That's the music sort. It's high tide, uh, high time to talk. Let's is talk about the, the game. Is that Atomic Kitten song? Yeah, know. yeah, they did a cover, didn't they? If the tide is high, didn't uh, they? Oh, yes, I do have a painful memory of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, God. Atomic Heart is a new game, though. Uh, by developers Munfish is a shooter very much aiming for the heights of Bioshock which Mm. you know if you're going to go for the king you better not miss Um, and I think I mean I've I've played like an hour of this Del you've played a bit more I think Uh, probably about three or four yeah I think Matt you've you just touched the opening. That, uh, that hour yeah. is rubbish. Not for you. Not for you. I, I, I don't mind it so far. Um, but I think it's it's already clear from... I enjoyed the preview I played a few months ago. And the thing I was worried about was story and definitely dialogue. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely the low point so far of what I've encountered. But yeah. they've definitely... Yeah. They've, they're, I think I can safely say in an hour, you know, it's not, it's not Bioshock. But I'm, I'm having an okay time so far. It's... If you don't know... Atomic Heart is. It's set in an alternative f- 
no, it's not future, is it? An it's alternative like history, Soviet Russia, where basically they are the world's foremost, as they were at one point in history, like uh, technological kings, I suppose. Yeah. And it's this utopian fictional city of the Soviet Union where they're developing a lot with robots and technology and surprise, surprise, things go wrong and yeah. you end up being put in a scenario where you have to kill a load of robots. Um, there's things, should we start off? Start off with the things we like about this, Matt. It doesn't sound like you have a lot you like about it, so maybe me and Dale will start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you two crack on. I can I, sip my Diet Coke. I know you don't like the start of this game at all. I do, but only because I think it reminds me so much of Bioshock Infinite, which has the opening. of It's my yeah. favourite opening to any game. It's definitely trying that Prey, Bioshock, Half-Life sort of opening where you're, you're walking through a city before everything's gone to shit, basically. Yeah, but I, like... I'm like halfway in between the two of you I yeah. mean, because I nothing bothered me, but I definitely just breezed through it and wasn't really paying attention because it didn't have any of the highs or the like the landmark moments that Infinite has or yeah. Half Life has or and it it never really like grasped me enough where you know there's you walk there's a section where you walk past like a memorial and it shows that like, the history yeah and I like read one of them and I was like oh, I don't care about it's, this and I just carried on walking that, so that's the problem idea of it is so far to me quite soulless like yeah. it's a it looks beautiful and i do love the art direction but there's a, there's like a soul soullessness to some of it and i think i think i've given it the bare fair doubt so far because this sort of like narrative shooter is like one of my favorite if not favorite yeah. genres of games like i think and this is at least i just don't mind any game that's trying to do that at the moment you and like more of them even if they don't exactly succeed, and sure. like so far to me this is from the hour I've played, like a seven maybe out of right, ten yeah. experience, like the, for me. The ones that we're referencing, the games that have set a standard for this, do a really good thing with their intros of setting like the normalness for the world that they're in. Yeah. Mm. Like if you think about the beginning of Bioshock Infinite, it gives you time in that lighthouse and then like getting to grips with Columbia before it yeah. all falls apart. Lovely barbershop quartet. Exactly. Yeah, totally. It shows you what's normal for this world. Mm. Um with the original Bioshock as well, you get the time in the plane and then you show up and you get the tour through Raptor. Mm -hmm. like you you understand what the real world is and then you understand the like strangeness of this world i've got a point for, to uh, that though for Just... atomic heart i finished my point <laughs> um it like only is weird yeah. it, it's like the normalness of this world is already strange in a way that you can't grasp sure and the only thing that it does is like oh the robots are broke now but i haven't really seen the robots properly functioning right like i haven't had an opportunity to yeah. I actually get to grips there's with what's... one that gives you an ice cream. It's true. <laughs> I just, I just think the main point of contention from the ones you just mentioned is that all those moments, they, they're gone in a flash. They're mm. so quick in those games, but it just goes to show you how well they're done. The fact that they leave these lasting impacts, mm. whereas the Atomic Heart one, I was just sort of. When are we getting on with this? Yeah, sure. Just wandering around, getting past the stuff that I would just never interest. It's so in. funny too. There's a line of dialogue in Atomic Car where the guy is like, uh, you're flying off in your little car. And he's like, oh, and we got all of that done within under an hour. I'm mm -hmm. like, you made the game. You knew yeah. how long that was. You could have made that, it shorter. Games stuff like that. That I is know. my major sticking point of it so far. You know, the gameplay I'm mostly into, I think it's a competent enough shooter. I've got some decent weapons and abilities so far. It's, again, not the heights of Bioshock or Half-Life or anything, but my main sticking point is the protagonist. He is just... It's mostly down to the dialogue and other characters in the game. We'll get onto the 
the horniest refrigerator you've ever met in your life in a bit. But I don't know if you've met uh, them yet. I haven't yet. Oh, no. God. It's but I, like, unskippable shit. I quite like quippy, like, you know, acerbic mm. protagonists. But, like, I think about something like, uh, you know, Bulletstorm or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Which kind of middling. I don't mind whoever. quippy. Like, Nathan Drake's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, quippy. Quippy. But they it's understand the fu- their place in that world, exactly. right? But he just is bored of it, the game exactly. he's in. Exactly. It's the. the it's whenever you. Uh, like you talk to another character, his first reaction always seems to be "shut up." It's like yeah. that's that not is, well. If you that's don't not care, me. Why I can't I care? relate to that yeah. because I'm. I like to think I'm not a dickhead who just says "shut up" to anyone I meet. Like, Matt, you don't even know how right you are with that statement. Like mm-hmm. when you play more, that is the perfect description of it. Is a main character who can't be asked with the game <laughs> that he's game. in. Like even like. I haven't got to the plot reveals yet, but I'm obvious. I can work out what they are already because mm. it's so transparent. Mm-hmm. And there's bits where it's like telegraphing it, but it's also like, yeah, I guess there's something in my past. Can't remember. Doesn't matter though, does it? Carry on, yeah. crack on. And uh. then it's like, oh, I've got to solve one of these puzzles again. Oh, can't be asked. Something I'd really love to do would be to try playing this game in another language, but you mm. can't adjust the subtitle size mm. and they're tiny in at the bottom of the screen. So it'd be great for me to play this in like a totally mm. different language and not have to deal with them. Um, but I wouldn't know what was going on. You wouldn't know what. It, honestly, most of the time you don't know, you don't want to know what he's got to say because mm. it's usually no. bollocks. Because like, it's that, I think that like, they've even said it, Bioshock is a huge inf- inf- influence. And even if you think of like Booker from Infinite, like, He's a gruff, sort of miserable, sort of hardened guy, but he's inquisitive and he wants yeah. to know what's happening. He's he cares about the situation. So I am only an hour in, but so I even got it from my previous. Like I don't care about this person, no. and but like I said, the gameplay so far I'm enjoying. It has a good mix of some Bioshock stuff, like the shock ability is useful. The enemies are a bit too bullet spongy, but the guns do feel good. It's got a good shotgun to it, I think, and I enjoy even some of the little things like unlocking doors there's some novel little puzzles there that i haven't quite seen enough they're like little riffs on other like mini games that and i'm quite so far i'm in not everything's hitting but i'm impressed even in the hour i've played how much it is shaking things up like i've done a lot of different sort yeah. of gameplay things within its first hour alone i do worry and i think that's what a lot of the reviews say its problem is it is trying to do too much and it just doesn't quite come together well it's just it's very prescribed as well it feels like a video game every video game is designed but it feels one well, very designed with they want to like we need to ape this format mm. and they never quite get it on any element of the game and it just feels like a game that's always just falls short of everything that it wants to achieve like every, every, even down to like the gunplay which is fundamentally like decent enough mm. it's just not quite good enough to feel great it's- there's the puzzle stuff like you just mentioned i really like the puzzle um the the clicking puzzle mm. however it's a it's piss easy you do it every time like first time round mm-hmm. there's a bunch of things like that where I just feel like and then there's room there's puzzle rooms that you'll get to later which I do think are interesting that's probably the most interesting part of the game but they're never quite good enough yeah you know they're never quite challenging enough trying to do- or they never make you feel like a genius for something it just I look at it it's like well there's a solution just sort of exactly it's it. trying to do like you know, it tries to do 20 different things and does them all six or seven out of 10. Do yes. 10 things and try and do them eight or and nine out of 10. And I think that coupled yeah. with it's like terrible main character, right? And I don't know the, the, if the story is terribly written because I haven't played enough of it, but he is just like awful. It's like just proper off-putting. awful. Yeah. Like he, he's got, I don't know if you guys have heard him say crispy critters yet. Oh my God. Yes, I have. He's I don't still, understand that. He's still I, saying it. Still saying it. I've heard it about 16 times it's now. Like, it's, cause it, cause they don't, well, it's not because they don't want to swear, because he swears a lot too. I don't, yeah. It's not even like it's a, well, I don't know well, where he's not saying crispy fucking critters and things like that. He just keeps, yeah. it's his catchphrase and they were very quick 
clearly they established quickly we want our character to have a little catchphrase it's his yeah. yippee ki motherfucker isn't it and yeah. that's he, he's clearly styled on 80s american mm-hmm. action heroes as well but by people who maybe english is their second language and then they're trying to write a different story and it just it's a muckiness of how yeah. it's put together you can see what they're going for it's just not coming yeah. together I, i'm enjoying it enough to want to carry on playing i think i do want to see like it's like almost 20 hours long which is quite lengthy but i'm i do want to see where the story goes and more i just want to see because when it does these big like set piece moments they are impressive and there's things i genuinely you know new designs things i haven't seen before i do think some of the visual like uh of of that like beginning hour like there is a lot of deliberate i want to force you to look at this because we spent a lot of time designing it and it does look beautiful exactly but i just don't think that there's anything there behind it exactly i do do think like some of the visual stuff is great some things not so much i definitely feel like when it comes in and out of cutscenes, it always feels like it needs more polish. Do you know, there was something yeah. just not quite right about it. And, uh, but saying that, I think the robot design is like a genius move because Tell me about this fridge. Oh, <laughs> the, the, well, she's anything but. Before we go into the fridge, I just want to say like, the cannon fodder of enemies, the robots with like the little mustache and stuff, they are like, when they catch you unaware, it's terrifying every yeah. time. They are like a proper good, I think the design of robots in this mm-hmm. is really good. Apart yeah. from maybe some of the bosses. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this fridge is just, you meet her, a f- you, in the first hour, you meet her like three or four times. Luckily, I'm at a point now where I've met some, basically acts as like the first upgrade machine you meet or like craft yeah. bench. And I've luckily met some that are much more just uh, normal and <laughs> just like you can go and upgrade, but there aren't, the dialogue's on Skipple and like, she's just like so overly just horny. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like she's like, Hey, like I can't even. I can't remember exactly. She wants to She's shag like, you. put your, put yeah, put your parts in me, baby. Like, yeah, she. No, I don't want to go. Like, yeah. There, there's she wants to shag the character. She constantly says, it's "Like, ridiculous. I love you. I want to be in you." That yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, but it's Maybe like I need to give this game another try. It's so much so that the hand, the glove that he talks to Charles, mm-hmm. he keeps bringing up as well, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. I can't believe she fancies you." If it was you. a, if it, if it was a one-off, like oh, I could have done it, but yeah. sometimes these are like three-minute-long interactions, and yeah. I'm like. Okay, I get, I, I get it. Weird. Um, it, it definitely feels like a way for them. Like, I think this is the same with the Granny character who's been in trailers and stuff like that. But <laughs> Granny's, yeah. It's just like, it feels like they look at it as this could be quite dry. We need to inject humour yeah. mm. and that's their attempt at it and I, it just comes off badly. It comes off childish. Yeah. But there is, and that's the thing though, there's enough keeping me there. I think it's partly like I said, it's that desire to make a game like this that there's just not that many of them no. these days. It's hard. I would, it's yeah. very difficult to make I would a game say like even this. even though I, I said they're not great, um, I do think the puzzle room stuff is really cool mm. and there's potential. Like, like, it turns into Portal for like yeah, a bit. I like the idea of doing more of them. I don't know how much of the bad stuff I have to get through to get to that. So I think I'm probably done with the game. But once I got to the open world and I found these areas where there's like puzzle areas, I was like, I'm actually enduring this mm. because... Another thing is the main character shuts up for a while. And like I like the Dead Space remake is a really good example of you can have your main character speaking, but he doesn't need to be constantly speaking. Just talk when like like Booker DeWitt's the same. He mm. doesn't talk all the time when you fight. He doesn't describe every fight sequence he's having. No. But this character sometimes does that and it's it's yeah. infuriating. I think the Dead Space team talked about how the 
when Isaac's talking, it's when it would be weird for him not to. Yes. That's the, that, I think that's the way Well, if you think of yourself in those sort of situations, mm. you're not going to be chatting all the way through it. You talk mm. when someone asks you a question or you have something yeah. to say, or if it's an expletive or something like that. Mm. But um, this guy just, he just, I mean, he's got, it's because he's got the glove on his hand, right? Just constant mm. dialogue between them two. It's, I, it's on Game Pass. I, I'd recommend checking out if it sounds like a cup of tea, like, I will say for the f- I know you don't like the opening at all, Matt, well, but the first I, I the opening is worth seeing. I think it's so interesting that you should pick it up. I yeah. think you should like you, as part of your like if you're at home or want to be a games critic, pick it up as part of your get a critical journey because you will understand what does and doesn't work about game openings through playing this. There is that mad moment where you go up the elevator and then you see these two like ballerina things and then he just goes okay and then just goes oh, back down back again down. yeah yeah that <laughs> i was, was like what was that all about it's yeah. a lift that he's just in that he's yeah. only there to say hello to them and then go back down yeah it's like, very I, I think it's so funny as well that you don't see the bad guy who's been talking to you this whole time yeah and, <laughs> yeah but <laughs> even then i mean i'm spoiling bioshock it's uh, but <laughs> atlas is in the corner of your screen right like mm. you at least yeah they make something of that, but uh, he's a yeah. presence. If so. I know where this, I'm not going to say where I think the story is going, but I, I have a good idea for where that story is going. Mm. But um, yeah, I want to, I want to see it through. Yeah, but yeah, I, I better you than me, mate. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that. <laughs> uh, well, enough atomic car. Let's go subatomic. Ant Man. <gasps> so that, was, that was actually <laughs> that was quite good. good thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're the only person actually. You're not the only person in the world. You're the only, the only person one who could be asked to watch. You've seen Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, Quant- uh, Quantum Man Mania. and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. I think I've, I've. It's made me realize I'm definitely at my MCU point in my life now, where I'm just waiting for Disney Plus yeah. until they start picking it back up again. If they do, I'm now waiting. What probably six weeks, eight weeks, and it'll be on Disney Plus. I think I think that's fair to do. I definitely feel like it. I think there's enough in there to like that. It's definitely worth mm. watching. But yeah, I would say probably that's, don't spend. That's money my to question too. I've heard. I've heard it's all right. It's not bad, but it's not. It's not a must-see. But the question I do have is: Is there stuff, especially to do with Kang? Like, should I go see it more out of fear of this? Is if I get this spoiled, you know, it would ruin it. Um, I think, I think the post-credit stuff, um, sort of teases what's next. And if you're a massive comic book person, mm. then there might be that moment that you don't want to risk seeing as a tweet. Okay. Right, yeah. uh, but I'm not a comic book person, and for me, it was like, oh, that's a cool scene. And it's only when I watched videos when I got home, I saw, oh, this is actually a panel from the comic book oh. about Kang that would have been cool to know, you know. Yeah. Um, there is also a, another post credits thing that definitely sets up Loki season two. It's almost okay. like I'm pretty sure it's just a scene from Loki. That's interesting. So um, maybe worth digging that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might go see. I don't know. I mainly want to see it just because I do think Jonathan Majors is very good. And I've heard Kang is the best bits of this Yeah, film. absolutely. Like, I'm, I th- I thought he was incredible in Loki. And, like, he's playing a very different version of Kang mm. in this. And he is an actor with, like, incredible nuance in his performance. Mm. And it's, like, even just under, you know, his subtle facial expressions, he's very nuanced across the board. I think his dialogue's well-written. I think him and Scott Lang, like, interacting with each other is really well-written. Uh the problem I have is I don't think any of the core characters are well-written. Any of them. Like, I think none of them go on a journey. None of them, are, like, none of them have a problem in their life that they come to realisation about and achieve. I've wrote down so many notes on my phone for the idea of doing a spoiler cast at some point. I was like, why did this character not do this? Why did this character not do this? They could have done this and it would have had some drama. But they they just sort of 
They never, when they're in the quantum realm, it's never that big a deal. Mm -hmm. They just go to space, which looks like a very fake space as well. It never feels like a real space. And I just feel like it had so much potential. Let's say, I feel like this way with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, the idea of like, you call this film Multiverse of Madness. Not this one's called mad. Quantumania. It's like, it's not that mad. Has though. it got some, because I'm, I think I like the first two Ant-Mans more than most people, especially I like Ant-Man and Wasp yeah. quite a bit. Like, I has really it got like some it. of that? Cause they, it was kind of comic relief. Is it still quite funny? So, I got the sense this one's a bit more There's a couple dry. of jokes. There is a... The, is it a spoiler to say Modoc's in it? Like people know people that thing. Yeah. And I did yeah. see I did see a screenshot of him and I was like, that can't be actually what <laughs> yeah, yeah. he looks mad, but I do think he's one of my apart from Kank, I think his his little character was my favourite in the film. And I do think there's a couple of jokes at his expense that are quite amusing. Mm -hmm. But it's nowhere near as funny as the first two. Also, another big problem of mine is it's not an it doesn't feel like an Ant Man film. Like, what's a key part? What's a key character? <laughs> Going of the big and small. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that barely happens for a start. I mean, it happens a little bit, but he never goes small, really, in that yeah. film. And also um, with Michael Pena and their gang and their crew, yeah. they're mm -hmm. just not in the film at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they've taken so many elements out of Ant-Man that it just, it just. I it, want like it, Thomas Tanger in the big Pez machine. And yeah, like all those That's sort of things. Because they're in the quantum realm, everything there is weird, so he's not weird. Whereas in mm. the other films, it, the idea of him going small and yeah. seeing this giant world around him was the weird attraction. Yeah, the man who can shrink down to the size of an atom is the normality yeah. of this world. <laughs> and, exactly. And don't get me wrong, there's some laughs to be had. But I think ultimately, like they, they don't tell any real great character stories. And Kang is a great villain, but they don't... There is a tiny touch on his history, mm. but not enough... Where I, I definitely feel like in the first Avengers film, Kang Dynasty will be, the opening scene will be a flashback to stuff with when Kang first discovered like Oh, they think people travel. probably won't see this one. Yeah. <laughs> does it feel like a, a story in its own right? Or is it, does it feel like this is a setup for like a bridge film? Um, it only feels, hmm, it just feel, it, it feels like an, more of an introduction to the cinema audience of Kang more than anything. Okay. As opposed to an Ant-Man film. Because I don't think the relationships between the core characters, like Ant-Man, the Wasp, Cassie, um, Hank Pym, and mm -hmm. uh, Janet as well, I don't feel like any of their relationships change the entire film, really, which you kind of want that, you know? Mm -hmm. you, you, like you've got these characters, so we need to put drama in between and separate them and bring them back together because they learn from their mistakes. None of that happens. This They're just the first, going through the motions. Uh, this would be the first post-Avengers Ant-Man thing yeah. right like is there anything about how like the relationship changes after the snap right uh, so that... they in, the initial conceit of the film is setting up that sort of ant-man is uh, sort of resting on his laurels like he saved the world he can relax now and his daughter doesn't Carney? like that can he chill out <laughs> yeah. save the whole universe no, absolutely when i was watching that yeah. i was like what is their problem oh, with yeah. him <laughs> uh, but that, that never really gets addressed like he just sort of carries on and there's a joke at its expense but it's never really like dug into. Mm. It's not like he's going through like post-traumatic stress or anything like that. Yeah. It's just a more like, I can't be asked anymore. Oh, I should probably be asked because there's a threat in front of me. And he gets forced. He doesn't seek out. He doesn't decide, make a decision like, right, I've got to step up and help here. That's a pretty he's normal, just forced into it. That's a pretty normal hero's journey, honestly. Yeah. Like, that's, there is no journeys. That's yeah. the thing. There is no, The only character who has a journey in this is Modoc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a the shame. guy, the floating head man. <laughs> yeah. I, and it does sound like Kang's a good part of this. I kind of held hope for this one that it would be good just so yeah. I do like the other Ant-Man's like, do 
think Kang will be good. Yeah. I say I won't be going to see the MCU. I almost definitely will for Guardians because I'm looking yeah. forward to Guardians because I know that will get me. I will say, like, this is just my opinion. I'm sure there's lots of people who disagree. And if you've seen the film, like, write in yeah, and, like, tell us what you think as well. I'm just, I, for me, it was like a six out of ten. I was just disappointed because I really liked the first two Ant-Men and I wanted another Ant-Man It feels film. like exactly how I felt about Black Panther. Like, I loved the yeah. first Black Panther and I just watched the second one and was like, I'm bored. I'm so bored. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing as well. Like film called Quantumania and you're going in the quantum realm and that is quite dull in sections. <laughs> like yeah. IGN's uh, Max Scoville pointed out that the word quantum mania has Ant-Man yeah. in it. Yeah. He knows that because yeah. they do that in the film. Oh, they do the graphics okay. come up at the end and they remove the letters uh, and you see Ant-Man. <laughs> that's, it just makes like no sense that they didn't do anything with that for like the graphic of the also, movie. It really annoys me. I think I can say this. It doesn't spoil anything because people have been talking about line. The Wasp, Evangeline Lini, barely in it. Mm. She has like 10 lines maximum. Like, and they, it's mad that it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp still, but I guess they set that precedent before and they had mm-hmm. to carry it on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to rush, but like you say, if, if you liked it, let's know. IGN on score UK feedback at IGN.com. You haven't seen Ant-Man, Matt, because you've been busy in ye old Japan. Ooh. It's also not even that ye old. It's so <laughs> like... It's only like about 40 years before Nintendo as a mm-hmm. company was invented. We are talking about Yakuza Ishin, by the way. Yes. Uh, like a dragon now. Oh, yeah, of course. Ishin, it's not, like a dragon. It is yeah. Yakuza, but yeah, now they've decided those games aren't called Yakuza. So anymore. it was a previous game that came out for the PS3, PS4, mm-hmm. that was called Yakuza at the time. It's a remake to bring it up to modern audiences. wasn't released in English. Uh, it was only in Japanese. And still, there's only Japanese dialogue in this. There's, only, uh, oh, wow. there's no English voice acting. Uh, lads, it's very good. I think yeah. I think check it out. It's very fun. So, like, sorry, I did, I missed this. I didn't mm. realize they were just ditched yakuza now. Is yeah, it's now like, like a dragon. Is that for yeah. like like legal reasons or something? So or? their rationale in interviews was that it it the games aren't always going to be about yakuza. Right. So it, and it's kind of. In Japan, it isn't called Yakuza. It translates to like a dragon. So it's more right. like they're just, like, when they localized it, they said like, oh, it's Yakuza because there are right. Yakuza in it. But, and then they made eight of them. But, but this <laughs> is an old Yakuza game. Yeah, which is mm. not, there's no Yakuza in it yeah. because they're all uh, Japanese samurai. <laughs> so what? So what's different for this? Is it the time so setting? It is old in the past like it's uh, at the very end of the Edo period like right before the Meiji restoration mm-hmm. which is like there was a, a coup that happens that like makes Japan like a, a more a, yeah there are quotations around this but a more modernized society that doesn't have a feudal system anymore right. and so this is like just before that happens so that, like mid 19th century isn't it yeah so it's like 1830 something okay um and so you're one of the figures of that in history but strangely the character model for this is the exact same as the guy that's in all of the other yakuza games is this a fictional person yeah uh so the the guy's real uh okay but your character the model for him is the guy that you've always been playing in the other games who is fictional okay and then all of the characters in this (laughs) it's almost like a stage play that's being put on by the character's 
yeah. that are in all of the Yakuza games. Uh, so, um, like a little bit like RRR, kind of, uh, kind of a retelling yeah, of history. But I actually completely... think that's a good place for this. Have you seen it since, by the way? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's wicked, it's right? It's good fun. Yeah. Very good have you fun. Seen Doesn't yeah. need to be three hours, but oh, it's still mate, very good fun. It needs to be eight hours. <laughs> I've, I've rewatched both songs from it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> both songs. There's only two yeah. songs. Middle song the and end, the end song. Yeah, which I thought it was a good. proper musical. No, nah, there's only two. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are there are musical. It's mostly uh, yeah, r- interludes, ridiculous but, action film. Yeah, tell yeah. yeah. you'd you'd love it. Genuinely, it's really really good. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of musicals usually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this isn't one. There's obviously the yeah. barrier to entry would be in Bollywood as well. This isn't one. No, it's not. So, yeah, yeah. There's only there's two songs in yeah. it, and they're at okay. the end, or one of them is. Well, anyway, it's been, it's no. come on like Amazon or Netflix or something. It's on Netflix, it's on Netflix yeah. yeah. yeah okay. But that's the, the Hindi, Hindi version, version which Telugu doesn't have original. the best version of the song, oh. so you might not care. But, no, I think the song might be the same. <laughs> really? No, because it's it? uh, uh, it's called Nato Nato. Yeah. Uh, but it's you're getting, the, you're getting the you're getting the essence yeah. of it anyway. Ishin, <laughs> Ishin. <laughs> clearly don't want to talk about oh, this all that much. Um, I think it's pretty fun. It's yeah, a glimpse into a bit of uh, Japanese history that I was like kind of aware of, but not really. So mm-hmm. I get a chance to explore that a little bit. Um, there are some like really strange bits in it where you run your own farm while you're doing all of this cutting all, around all doing samurai stuff. Shit, all the mini game stuff. Uh, there's a really good side mission where you take an old man out on a date and Lovely. you uh, he watches you sing and then yeah. he watches you do a little dance. Oh. And during all of that, you have to pretend as if you understand the art that he's doing. So you've got a little dialogue tr- choice and oh, say like, sweet. I think <laughs> the art represents this. That's really nice. Um, if you've never played a Yakuza game, is this the one? I to don't come in think on? so. <laughs> I feel like every time one comes out, people are like this is, this where is you're the one. Start. No. I think <laughs> this one's a little bit too strange. Right. I think it's zero or it's called like a dragon, which makes this even weirder. You want one that the closest one to GTA for a starting point. Right? I think you want like a dragon. This personally. one's uh, actual action game, isn't it? It's not turn based like like no, a dragon. No, action again. So yeah, like a dragon was turn based. This one's like yeah. an action, and I think it's a little bit ropey, honestly. Mm. Like I think that uh, it can feel a little bit stilted. Yeah. Some of the styles that you've got that are like gunslinging. That one's a little bit overpowered, um, but the rest of them, like I don't know, it doesn't doesn't totally work. But you unlock new moves that are interesting. Um, I do get to talk about uh, an experience that I had personally because uh, <laughs> I I went to Kyoto a couple of years ago, um, and there's a place in there where it's where this is set. Mm. Um, there's a place there called Kyomizadero Temple, mm-hmm. and it was like a thousand years old even by the time that this game comes out. And I'm there in person, and uh, I've hurt my knee, so I can't go inside because I don't want to like take my shoes off, and I right. don't want to pray. And then this like this kid just shows up right in front of me, and it, like really wants to talk to me, and I'm like. Oh, it must be because I look like cool, right? I'm, I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, t- I'm taller than everybody else, right? Crispy like, crisp. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm just kind of stuck there because I'm waiting for my partner because she's, you know, in inside praying. Um, and I am like, all right, dude, like, I don't, I, whatever. And then a couple other kids just come up and try and talk to me. I'm like, I, sure, I guess. I don't really get it. Uh, and then when my partner comes back, she's like, oh, you know, they're like doing a school project, right? It is oh. just to go and talk to a Westerner. I'm like, oh, I'm not that cool. But were they, they weren't speaking in any English. They, they, were tra- they weren't as good, they were, but they were, they yeah. So they were like trying David to. Yeah. Or someone was, was going to be the <laughs> yeah. end of the story. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, that place where that happened is in it. it. So I like it just for that. <laughs> Lovely. I don't. I'll. I might check it out. I just don't. There's so much happening at the moment. Like I, mean, I, I, I like Yakuza, but never enough to finish any of them. Yeah. Like, Life's too short, mate. Play what you want to play. Yeah. Well, do you know what I have been playing? Yeah. A bit more PSVR. Because mm. uh, yeah, got one. <laughs> uh, brought into the office then you uh you two lovely gentlemen i had a little go on it yeah had a little what were your uh initial thoughts definitely better than the first one right yeah i thought um I'm, i only played it for like half an hour because i get motion sickness so it's not a thing for me but i did play the original playstation vr and i will say immediate thoughts are the headset feels a lot more comfortable the mm-hmm. pass-through thing is genius mm-hmm. uh the um and the controllers as well like better than those move Absolutely. ones and the fact that it's a simple setup, right? It was like one cable, no cameras having to be set up and things are. Mm-hmm. I thought in, from a te- uh, technological standpoint, yeah, massive improvement. Um, what I'm yet to see is any good game. Well, you tried, Hor- you did the Horizon Safari mode, which is, is a lovely little river Yeah, cruise. but I will say once you put me in the actual game, as soon as I started moving around, I felt sick and I <laughs> yeah. felt sick for about an hour afterwards. Well, I mean, it just sounds like it's not for you yeah, from a, absolutely, a physiological yeah. standpoint. I was in, like, yeah, inside, when I was inside the world, it looked amazing and the sound was incredible and it, it, it looked really good and I can appreciate its value from that perspective. Just not a Dale Driver gig, you know. It's fine, Matt. You had a little uh, what the bat map. Yeah, I think what the bat's bat pretty charming. Go. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I felt what the map. I get that like <laughs> uneasiness though of like uh, differently from you because I don't necessarily feel physically You're making sick people feel uneasy. But no, sorry, I like uh, I just don't trust my surroundings. Yeah, I'm I know like, <laughs> I don't want to wander around too much. Yeah. yeah. Especially, as you, I suppose you're doing it in a room you don't spend a lot of time in, so you mm-hmm. don't necessarily... Like, in my living room at home, I know, like, one step back, I know that's where the sofa is. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm good there. But, like, yeah. I've been trying some other things. Like, I gave Tentacular a little go. It's a new Devolver game where you play as, like, a giant, like, octopus squid thing with massive tentacle arms, and it's kind of similar to what they're about. It's silly. You're kind of like chucking things uh, to like break buildings and stuff mm. I've played a lot of it seems quite cute um, I think it says a lot though though the library isn't the strongest no. at launch and the two best games I have played have been ones that were two of my favourites on the original PSVR which is Tetris which Tetris good game if you haven't played Tetris very good it's alright yeah, um, and Thumper which is just yeah. it's it thumps like if you haven't played Thumper imagine the Willy Wonka boat ride <laughs> Across the 2001 Space Odyssey, but with really oppressive electronic music. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Uh, guitar Hero it's a great rhythm. Well. Yeah, it's a great yeah. rhythm game. And I forgot just how... I got onto like level four. I forgot just how fucking intense it gets, <laughs> even that far in. And yeah. I was like, ah, oh, Thumper's good. You can play that non-VR, same with Tetris, but Thumper in VR is, is science but, special. I think but is any of this on. stuff that we've been able to no. play for years worth it? No. No. Because they, I think I spoke about it last week, Horizon isn't... For me, anyway, it's not the system seller it no. should be. And, well, we're, we're recording this, we should say, a few hours before the state yeah. of play tonight. Watch them announce every like, well, system seller tonight. <laughs> Half-Life Alex is a big one. Like, you'll know by the time you're sensitive if Half-Life Alex has been announced or not for PSVR. We honestly don't know. Like, um, that would be, like, I haven't played it, and I would be interested in playing it, even though I'd be fucking terrified by those head crabs and everything yeah. in it. But that would be something that, someone who doesn't have a good PC or a VR headset would want to play, I think. Like, that would be a big one. I don't know what else at this point. Like, I think I spoke about it before. Like, why is there no Astrobot? Yeah. Again, that could be announced tonight. Why is there no, just like demo thing or something like, we spoke about it. Like, even if it's a 15 minute, like, Kratos axe throwing yeah. mini game where you just feel that 
feedback in your hand, like chucking it. You just want something like, to demonstrate the possibilities of this headset, yeah. like what Astro... Uh, Astro, Astro's which, Playroom. Was it called Playroom? No, Astro by Adventure. Was Adven- the yeah. yeah, the PS5 one anyway, which was like still to this day probably the best demonstration of that, of the mm. DualSense, right? Oh, and you just yeah. want something to say like, this is the technology and this highlights everything this technology can do. Where the hell is that? Yeah. Do we know what uh, Katamari Damacy's Kate Takahashi is working on? I, I do not. I haven't spoken to him in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know him. what he's doing. I, t- um, I think I'm only like a couple uh, people removed. I could probably get Kate yeah. on the phone. Let's yeah. do that, yeah. I mean, that'd be, can you be the ball? That'd VR? be great. That's oh, what you, I want to see. definitely throw up. I would say the problem from, from a business perspective is you only launch once, right? I suppose they could do like, we're now 300 pounds. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like it's making that first impression, which Asherobot was great for with PS5. Everyone was talking yeah. about it when that came out. Where is the equivalent? And it seems like maybe Horizon was supposed to be that, but it's yeah. apparently not. There are a couple of things like... If you're like I enjoy Gran Turismo, but if you're a massive like you know car enthusiast and you yeah. love Gran Turismo, playing that game in VR with a wheel like is probably as close as you're going to get to a proper simulator unless you're driving cars professionally. Yeah, I just drive my car. Like uh, that. Um, that's probably like I don't know if it's again worth the hundreds of pounds, but that's a seller. No. They've got Resident Evil Village and Four Remake fully in VR. That's not an experience for me personally, because that sounds like a nightmare. But I feel like I'd love to try them out. But the idea of like, yeah, walking around with the sticks while yeah, you're yeah. sitting there, I can already feel sick just thinking about it. So I don't think I can ever do that. Yeah, I I want it to work, but I'm just I'm still not. I think there's a piece of feedback we're going to actually about VR later. But um, I'm still intrigued by VR. I'm just not sure. I don't know. I don't know if we're quite there for the mass thing no. yet. But... Uh, I mean, yeah. That's a big ask, right? I think I still think the technology needs to improve before we're there. Exactly. That. If you have got, you'd it, like to actually be able to play it. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the goal is like the Star Trek sort of what they call the room when it just generates the holodeck. around it. Holodeck. Yeah. That's that's like the ultimate long term goal, right? Mm-hmm. With VR stuff, and I just feel like there's still too many barriers to entry for it. Yeah. If you have got a PSVR because it did come out this week, uh, let's know what you're thinking. Your initial thoughts of it at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Uh, I'm going to briefly, very briefly, talk about Kerbal Space Program 2, which launches today in early access Ooh. on PC. Um, I never played a second of the original Kerbal no, Space Program. Uh, out for like 10 years, constantly like loads of mod support and updates. And sort of thing, I wrote a preview and a video you can watch on IGN if you want. Like, I was just pleasantly surprised because I do like space and the idea of this game of like going like... Almost like it's almost like football manager crossed with a space sim, like trying yeah. to work out like how you to do space struggling, trips. Like, budget versus amount oh, of just or... dream, just balancing like, my dreams with science. Mm. But it's like instead of budget, it's like resources, right? Like you've only got. I played in sandbox mode. I was, oh, I was doing whatever mm. I want, and I kind of liked. I was pleasantly surprised by uh, Kerbal Space Program to how approachable it was. The tutorials were very helpful. Like I did, I only played for two hours. I did fail a lot, but. I, it, like I said in that, like even though it's a sign of a good game for me, when you're failing, you're still having fun, you're yeah. not frustrated, mm-hmm. and it's just got it's, it's a very charming game. The Kerbals themselves are like green little minions; they're quite fun, and they predate yeah. minions. Mm, they think, might do. I don't I know. Think minions might, might be uh, knockoff Kerbals. Let's do. <laughs> let's get them in a fight. Um, but yeah, I just if you haven't checked it out. Maybe check the, out the UI from someone who's never played it. Only watching your video does yeah. look a little bit impenetrable. Yeah, I worked. Out, I kind of like worked out after a bit. You, the tutorials help. Like yeah. 
there's still stuff there on that screen. I was like, I don't know what yeah. all this is. I mean, I'll have to learn it. But. It looks impenetrable to me as much as like WoW does. You know, like yeah. like a, when there's tons of stuff it's on. It's probably the same. Anyone looks at a full manager screen. Like, yeah, like, what that's the very fuck good point. is going on yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, it's but, just like you just a bit of practice, but. For me, that's a barrier to entry. I yeah. look at that and I think, oh no. I just imagining that you click the wrong button on Football Manager and you're like, oh, I've accidentally bought Rovers. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not even like in too interested in like doing Martian missions. I would just have really good fun building some cool looking rockets and yeah. seeing if they worked. Like, I mean, yeah. is there an ultimate goal beyond like successfully pilot ships? There are all, like missions to do, but like ultimate, it's about like I was there. I was I played this. I went on a trip to play this and. There are people around me, like YouTubers, who have literally spent like three thousand, five thousand hours like, in fuel rods, and, and they're like, like that, they, or... they were like, I was like sitting down, I was like, I've never played this before. I'm happy if I get like an orbit going around yeah. the Earth. And they were like, guy, like two rows in front of me, within half an hour was on the moon. Like, yeah, I was gonna say he's halfway to Jupiter. Yeah, something. I was just like, fair enough, you know what you're doing. Like, uh, <laughs> like, but is there a, like a no man's sky sort of planetary exploration sort of thing? Kind Obviously, of- you're not exploring the planets, but can you get to other like? galaxies i think they stuff. are adding eventually because it launches in early access it's very much a base game at the moment they've got a version of our solar system like earth is yeah. called Kerbin, the moon's called Mund, things like that right, like okay. it's a version of our solar system to start with but yeah i don't know if they expand beyond that what's like can you happen. build like long-term space journeys where you have everyone's going right. into like cry yeah you know, like, i've seen like that. clips of people playing the original where like you know it's it's i don't like you have to be a borderline scientist to work this out but they're like actively building like international space stations okay, orbiting cool. venus and i'm just like working out how to get it up in like three rock <laughs> no, i'm sorry there's a lot of science going on there yeah. uh like I, I learned what a periapsis was like Ooh, you want to get that and i've forgotten out. it already <laughs> exactly so i don't know it sounds very daunting and i imagine it can be very daunting but i i got on with it quite easily mm. in the first two hours and yeah very nice little tutorials that help out so if you're intrigued interested even in kerbal space program it's out in early access today. PC only for now, but I think it is coming to more things as we go. Um, I've got a very quick endless search we can do. Are you ready for I'm that? I'm just happy Let's to hear the song. Any time I get to hear the song, I'm happy. Let's play it now. Inside, it's a UK Adrian crew. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Is it endless search? Time for an endless search. We did a variation on this recently, but going back to the original version of One Star, what does he call it? One Star uh, Wars? One Star is Born, I one, like. Uh, one Star is Born. <laughs> I've got three <laughs> films. It's not going to be a full one. Three films here, five clues, all very, all good films. Considered okay. considered good films all by n- most Meet people. The Simon Cardi uh, review scale. <laughs> exactly. These are all, you know, these are all good I films. I can't wait to hear the films that you're suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like it's some slow, like German <laughs> cinema or something. He'd be like, oh, I think it's a great film. <laughs> Look, I. I like films. Uh, these ones are... <laughs> the Cabinet like, of Dr. Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> good, good shit. Um, but these are all one-star reviews or sections of yeah. one-star reviews of these normally considered four or five-star films, you'd Ooh, say. Okay. Um, and I've got some clues here. You get five points to get it on the first one. One point if you get it on the fifth clue for each of these films. Are you ready? Unleash the freaks. Okay, uh, maybe we should call it that. Uh, I don't know if we've done these films before. I don't remember doing these ones before, but apologies if we have. You might not have been on there anyway. First clue for the first film. 
I really enjoyed the experience in 1980, but I was a dumb kid stoned on marijuana and acid. <laughs> the computer graphics were very avant-garde at the time. I think I've locked mine in. It's definitely a love story compared to my version, but it's very, very long and very boring. Okay. Um, well, I wanted to say Empire Strikes Back to start a bit, then you lost me. 1980 was the only reason I was saying that. <laughs> Um, is it one guess each that situation yeah I or if you say, don't have one we'll move on I was convinced it was Tron yeah, I thought the, Tron but that's too early oh surely. no but he's just oh, until no, it's I mean, my version which I think is just him being high on acid it's so definitely it might... a story compared to my version yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his version is <laughs> but being on acid I but think. it's very very long and boring so it's not Tron I mean no one, yeah, is someone I'm st- I think I'm still going to stick with Tron it's not Tron okay are you moving on Dale yeah let's move on okay four points I've I've seen many good movies. My expectation was that this movie would be good, but it is not. Complete waste of time. The robot talks too much unnecessary junk. The robot? And the monk was not a necessary character. A robot and a monk? What is this film? It, uh, I wanted to... I was going to say... <laughs> I can't remember what Rocky film it is when the robot comes in. <laughs> like three or four, probably. Uh, but it's not that. Which it's, one is it? Is it? Short Circuit. It's not oh, Short Circuit. The Monk is a real... Like, it's not a necessary character, the Monk. <laughs> um, yeah, did he say... Guess. Did he say... He said it came out in 1980. Is he correct? I don't know. It's not okay. like these people are often... <laughs> yeah. That's I'm not, the, that's I'm not the telling if they're right or wrong. Monk in it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they saw it in 1980. doesn't mean it came. It'll be something uh, probably like, you know, in like Alien 3 when they're technically like monks and stuff. Sure. But not really. It'll be it'll probably be something like that. Maybe. What are you going Cardi for? Cardi's face tells me that's What are you wrong. going for? <laughs> I'm not giving anything away. You're going to have to move away. Three, move away? Move on. Three points. <laughs> First, the movie does not have a proper ending. It just stops when all the battles are finished and do not explain any things after the battle. Instead, it shows a char- shots of characters looking out of a window. What? It's is this. it A New Hope? It's not A New Hope. No, that is Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, it is Empire Strikes Back. I said that as the very first guess. <laughs> you didn't guess it, you didn't. You said, I'm thinking it's Empire Strikes no, Back. No, that's my guess. What are you talking about? You didn't, on the first one, you didn't say, I'm saying, you said, no, at first yeah, I thought it was Empire, because then you but didn't, then I didn't oh, think. you sort of... No, you didn't I actually didn't, guess a movie. How's that my fault? <laughs> you poker-faced me there. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed you to give said, me a little... Mm. You said, because it was 1980, I'm thinking Empire, but then they said it was uh, a love story. Oh, I think well, you, uh, you deserve the point. For that, honestly, I, well, you get, we got three. You I got, got three. three. At, least still, at least it wasn't you swooping in again. Not, it could have been you know, worse. Was I a prick? I don't know. Um, <laughs> do they look out of points. windows at the end of? Uh... They do. They look out. Um, yeah, yeah. Look out of the side the, of a um, ship, and they're just staring mm, off into space, thinking about all the possibilities of what. Could go uh, wrong. The other clues for Empire were: one would think seeing dead people is enough, but no. Along with seeing <laughs> and talking to dead folks, we also follow the wise tutelage of a talking green puppet. <laughs> Yoda was the monk, I think, probably. Um, yeah. don't, like, don't like the monk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Obi-Wan could be a monk as yeah. well, I guess. And the last clue for Empire was, science fiction by itself is bad enough, let, it lo- let alone being a cult-like nerd flick. <laughs> the music was the best thing, and even that was melodramatic at times. Wow. And come on, what's with the whole long time ago thing? If we don't have flying uh, machines now, we most certainly didn't have them in who the past. surely does not have a grasp on <laughs> If we don't have flying machines now, we didn't have them in the past. We do have them now. Yeah. 
but it's also Even a different civilization. <laughs> oh, mad people. It's a long time ago in a galaxy anyway, far, far away. Three points. Two more films. Uh, for five points for film two. I guess that blockbuster video agrees with me that this, mo- this movie is too much of a joke to be placed in the horror section. It's in the drama suspense category oh, and certainly a thrillless and dated film to belong anywhere else. It remains the most overrated film of all time and the new one is a much better improvement. Oh, God. Oh, the new one, eh? It's something There's that's had a, a remake. Clues, mm. Something that's had a remake. Although we don't not know... Not impossible. We don't know when these clues are written. Exactly. Mm. Not impossible. Well, <laughs> they're talking about blockbuster videos. Yeah. So it's not in the last 10 years, probably. Scream. Ooh, it's not Scream. Oh, um, The Thing? It's not The Thing. Okay. We go for four points. When I read the novel, it really creeped me out. Not long after I watched the film, I was disappointed. The only thing I liked in it were the story, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is absolutely the same in the book. The black and white cinematography and the acting. So they liked the story, the cinematography, and the acting. One star. <laughs> I hated everything. <laughs> Based on a book, man, black and white. Mm. And Blockbuster I, I, Video thinks it's a drama suspense. Mm. But but then he's it's supposed to be a horror. Is it Psycho? It is oh, Psycho. Nice. There we go yeah. for four points. They did do oh that re- he thinks that remake is he better. Thinks the, uh, he thinks the remake <laughs> the is Vince better. It's in remake. color. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other ones. Uh, are there any? I'll only read them out if they're funny. The three point one wasn't that funny. Uh, oh, for one point you could have. I literally thought Marion was going to be alive, and instead, <laughs> in the midway through the film, she was then killed by that weirdo's it's, mother, who is a the, crazy old hag. Was <laughs> a movie not, or a psycho? Not, yeah, <laughs> it's why the movie's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there we go. So, it's all to play for. 4-3, four, going into the last film. Clue one for Did five Did that guy points. just miss the point of uh, oh, that his mum's been dead? <laughs> people don't know what they're watching, do they? It's, it's an incredible film. Right, for five points. I saw this as squarely a children's movie. Basically, for anyone under the age of 12. The characters are more annoying than anything. I couldn't stand most of it, and the plot was dry. The animation was alright, but overdone. For family entertainment, I would recommend something a little funnier and with more of a plot, like Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> is it uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish? It's not. Oh. The Incredibles? It's not. Solid guesses. We move on. For four points. The voices are all fine, although it would be nice to have uh, Buscemi to have more to do. <laughs> the plot is good and the duration perfect. Monsters Inc. It is. Yeah. Oh, wow. He knows. I didn't know if anyone could pick out which... I know Buscemi, Buscemi was in. Yeah, I knew that, mate. Come on. I might have said, <laughs> Some people uh, might not. Who does he play? In Spy Kids. Uh, he plays in the main villain. Monsters, Inc. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Snake Boy. Whatever, he's like a lizard. Randall. Oh, I couldn't. I had the, it was a second away. <laughs> for three... I should have put this one for four points. For three points, this is maybe my favourite review ever. Uh, this person needs to, needs to... I don't know. This sorts some things out. <laughs> the hero of the movie was appropriately a single eye, in brackets, all-seeing eye, a major Ooh. reptilian symbol. Read your David Icke, people. Walt, <laughs> Disney, oh, no, Walt Disney was a Freemason and an Illuminist. 
Behind all of those cartoons, magazines, and movies, etc., is a hidden agenda to mess up your child's you know mind. This guy's on to something. You need to decalcify yeah. your pineal gland. Listen open your to David Icke. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Go. Just to to not even get any letters about that. No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think that also the most famous thing about Mike Wazowski is the fact that he's obscured in any sort of imagery? Yeah, as well. that's true. He's hiding behind the scenes as well. Oh I'm whoa! <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Change your mind again. <laughs> there's this clue. This person said movies an easy eight up until the point it introduces the annoying child that run, runs into trouble. Boo all the time. is amazing. Yeah. Boo Sada. is incredible. <laughs> like the cutest character there's in any. Scene. Film ever where she's on the toilet and just singing to herself in the oh. bathroom it was like the cutest thing of all Boo time is like like it's full-on like et moment and when boo yeah. at the end oh my god it's oh it's heartbreaking check out monsters inc if you haven't <laughs> I, oh, also i quite like monsters universe i didn't oh, wow. i really i think gags, it was the it? lack of boo for me what about that scene with charlie day playing like that mad sort of <sighs> um like N-shaped character with two giant yeah. arms and there's a bit where the police come and he says I'm not going back to jail it's, it's, it's a fine film <laughs> I constantly think about the scene where the mum has just dropped them off in her car and then it's like bye kids and then she uh, drives away listening to Mastodon yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good I feel, I feel it's a lot of good it's, stuff it's in fine. that film it's fine it's just Monsink is, is absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. right 8-3 Dale wins well done congrats cheers good game quick game good game um, we've got some feedback though first up I believe Matt it's mm-hmm. you. Let you might want to get the doc up, up on your phone. I'm going to do a little Spire. bit of, little bit of filling work. <laughs> Double B, Brian Billy. Yeah. Oh, on Brian. Oh Go on, God. lad. Where is it? Brian. Brian. <laughs> What's he got to say? Brian Billing has got this mm-hmm. to say. Hey all, during last week's episode, there was an offhand comment you made about your surprise at the existence of a fourth season of You. And this reminded me of an experience that I had recently. About a week ago, a friend had a birthday party at a cinema where he rented out one of the screens. It's a small place, it wasn't that crazy. Good, yeah, thought your friend, you know, <laughs> extravagance there for a second. Oh, okay. Nice to... Um, for a showing of Knock at the Cabin, during the ads at the beginning of the film, there was a trailer for the third incarnation of Creed, starring Jonathan Majors, as mm. we've previously discussed. He looks ripped in that. He yeah. does, mate. It's disgusting. How, yeah. good, how good he looks. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately after the title card, uh, someone piped up from the back of the theatre with, there was a second one? Low, low, with low, a low, low. intero bang at the, bo- at the end To be of fair, I've never seen the second one. I haven't either. Um, I do think the first one's very good. Though. I also think it's well, very second good. The one, second one was all right. I went to yeah. see it. But yeah, it did, it, it's not like it came out on a whimper. I, like, I think it's just, yeah, yeah. it's on this person, not the, exactly. not the, not the film. Mm. I think I just was like, yeah, I've seen the good boxing movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, the training right. scene uh, when he's running down the street and there's the like quad bikes going on. That's banging. Yeah. Like, yeah. banging scene. And when, oh, good. And isn't that what when that's happening as well? Uh, is it Meek Mill? I don't know my rat. I've just absolutely, just absolutely probably embarrassed. <laughs> I know in the trailer they were using Kendrick quite a lot for mm. the second one. I don't know if that I was. I think in the it's film. It's Philadelphia. It might be. I don't want to, I'm no rap expert by any means. The scene but, um, from Creed, oh god, though, in the final fight when the actual Rocky music comes in, yeah. that is a tingle moment, that, isn't it? The bit oh. that sticks with me from the, Creed, the first Creed movie is where um, he's like just getting ready for the fight and he's got his gloves mm. on, he's like seconds away from it. He's like, I need to take my gloves off, my gloves have got to come off. <laughs> They're like, No, you're strapped in. Like, what? And it's like, No, I need to take a shit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. That just pops into my brain every oh, yeah, now and then. I, I might watch Creed again. Creed's good. Oh. The third one does look good and it does look very much Rocky free. Oh, as I just well. don't have right. No, he disappointed me with Black Panther 2. I, I'm not putting it all down to him, but Ryan Coogler, he knows what he's doing. 
He's not doing this one though, is he? No, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. He did the first one. <laughs> he didn't he on the other ones. So um, anyway, back to Brian's uh, comment here. With a good chuckle at that, as well as a fair few comments during the movie. Sorry, we were that crowd, which is mm. totally fine. No, don't make noise. Side note: <laughs> As you expressed in earlier pod, uh, it was a very good in film, and it's worthy of watch, if only for Batista's performance. Uh, the knock at the cabin. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. It's no. good. I mean, Batista is good in it. I, I think it's fine. It when it's on Netflix. I yes. think it's already awesome. on demand. Ooh. So you can you can find it. A question for anybody on the pod here. Ooh. What's the most memorable sequel or reboot that you found yourselves extremely surprised made it past the proposal stage? Ooh. Cheers for the bands, chat and news. Uh, two different questions there. I have prepared this a little bit. Reboot, strange that we got another Hellboy movie. Like, those were really well received. They should have just made another one. You're talking about the, and then yeah. doing another one. Yeah, no, no, exactly. <laughs> so, Again. so strange. What? Like, what? What do they think's there that they're not capitalizing? They were really on? popular. They were the like really, really popular. Yeah, but this the new one failed so badly. It, it's like, yeah. what do they? Mm-hmm. How do they think they can connect to mainstream audience this time? Stick Tom Holland in it, I guess, mm. but something like that. They haven't announced who's being Hellboy in it as well. They're just like one of Neville Dean and Taylor is doing it, <laughs> yeah. which I, I think is going to be funny. I think this at least is more asking like surprised because it's so bad. You're surprised it got done, but one I was very pleasantly surprised was. The Watchmen HBO show because I was just like, yeah, I can't believe a they got they they actually got mm. this signed off for what it is, and b it was yeah easily the best thing on television that yeah. year and yeah a sequel like the balls to do a sequel to that story which is one of the most beloved and actually nail it and make make the first story better from that yeah. I, very pleasantly surprised. I love the Watchmen. book so much that I was like, I don't want to go anywhere near this. Yeah. I have watched like an episode of it and I was like, I don't need this story expanded <laughs> on, even if it is good. So oh, it's maybe I will someday. But it's so, so, so good. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. A, I don't have anything I didn't prepare and I can't think of anything. Well, for sequel, oh. I was like, uh, 22 Jump Street being a movie about how weird yeah. it is to make a sequel to 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Ooh, I just thought of one. Yeah, you nice. just reminded me of the, the Blair Witch sequel. Uh. That took everything about the first Blair Witch film and completely changed it and made it a generic cookie Oh, because it isn't found film. footage. It's about them it's just having a the horror. Yeah, but it's, yeah. a horror, it's a horror film in the world where the Blair Witch film mm. existed. Yeah. But I then they just really made a standard horror film and it's fucking terrible. Yeah, I can make a lot of bad pointless sequels like... I. I uh, don't think I've ever been as disappointed when going to Sinati and Command 2 and being like, this is so yeah. unfunny. There's a few of them, isn't there? Comedy films that are like successful and then they just wait just a little bit too long to make a sequel. Like Zoolander 2 is the same as well. Mm. God, they I just wait. <laughs> yeah, but they just wait just that bit too long and yeah. it's just like, well... Sometimes I guess the idea is a Dumb and Dumber sequel. That's another mm-hmm. good example of that. We should mention it because I think we'll probably get it in uh, reply. Uh, the Gremlins 2 sketch from Key and Peele is also a great yes. example of this. Yeah. Of like, I thought you were a- just saying Gremlins 2. And I'm, yeah, yeah, good movie, but also... I love like, Gremlins 2, but also that, that sketch makes a lot of good points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. There's some good ones there. Let us know of uh, what any memorable sequels that you found yourself surprised by IGN on feedback at IGN.com. Who who already wrote into that email address there? Who have we got next? Next, we've got Adam West. This is the Wee Bix boy. West turn. So he is the Wee Bix boy, not Wee Tabix. Oh, Clear see, this is where we got... You, you brought this up earlier, Dale. We made the confusion here, and the pictures have helped illustrate this. The Australian Wheat Bix is dissimilar from we I think, I think they're substantially smaller they look like they are I think they yeah we so we were he he was the man who claimed to have 20 a day biscuits we'll, uh, they are slightly smaller than ours but still we'll <laughs> share this photo uh, on the twitter after this episode's out I will add yeah along with we've got 
yeah, this email, Dale will read it in a second, but we have got some photos attached. Not only is there a massive bowl of crumbled up weed spits ready to go in the microwave, <laughs> it's a full pint of milk being poured into each bowl. Also, something about the colour scheme of the wheat bix design is just not sitting it's right not with as me. Good as ours. It looks like it's detergent. No, or something. Ours is better. It looks yeah. like um, a box of band aids. Yeah, it looks like something you'd pick up in Fallout. <clears throat> um, anyway, <laughs> Adam Weston says, "Thanks for reading my email. I know follow ups are probably pretty annoying, but I thought I would. Not and yes, you, Adam. <laughs> and yes, I am indeed a psychopath." I have always had a large amount ever since I was younger. So my body just adjusted over the years, I guess. I only weigh 74 kg at the moment. How? Which we worked out was about 11 and a half 11 stone. 11 and a half stone, yeah. yeah. Um, I attached multiple photos from over the years. Multiple. You've put two here. How many did he have? There was about put? 10. <laughs> um, so I didn't seem... So it didn't seem like I just took one today. As well as the bulk present I got last year. So it looks like he's got about 10 12 boxes. There? Yeah, 10, 12 boxes. Yeah. Of that's insane. Um, here's hoping the apocalypse never comes so I don't have to ration them out. <laughs> Just desperately clinging to on fair, to his I mean, we bits. spoke about, not to get too crude of this, I suppose weed spits is very fiber heavy. It's not something that you're necessarily, it's not going to put on the pounds, is it? Because it yeah. will, if anything, make things flush through very quickly. Yeah, he must be very irregular boy. I assume this. maybe that skim milk, because you're having full milk with that, then you will be feeling That doesn't it, look like skim milk, mate. That looks like at least semi <laughs> Does it, do you know a semi when you see one? Yeah, I could recognize oh, no, a semi. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Um. Thanks, Adam. Just a <laughs> random question here. You know, in films when they in America they say like one percent milk. Is that our yeah. skimmed milk? I think so. Yeah, uh, I think so because we also have. What's like the orange top one you can get from like Sainsbury's? Oh, is that, like that half fa- percent? That's isn't even that like, lower than skim. Oh, isn't it? I thought that was like obscene full fat. No, that's the no, no, I think that's the opposite. <laughs> like you might as well have cream. Sort of I'm a semi-skimmed person. I'm a skimmed boy. I am. I'm you? a red cap guy. Oh. I'm, I'm oat milk. Uh, <laughs> so I find skimmed a bit too watery for a cereal. Right. Yeah. But I, do, I don't want to drink the milk. I just like it to be lubricated my cereal. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, uh, I've got you don't a- like the breakfast chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And I got really into it then. Yeah. Um, I've got a last email here from Johnny O'Connor who says, Greetings you all. This is a message mainly for me. As I've, as I have been recently dripping, dripping, dipping. I feel like you need to toes. say mainly for Cardi. Yeah, right? I don't want to speak in the third person. But that's what he wrote and it would make more okay. sense to everybody. This is a message mainly for Cardi. So he's been... Recently dipping his in-real-life toes into some VR experiences. On last week's show, you questioned whether the gaming community needed or wanted VR, and this is something I have struggled with since my first headset purchase. I'm a long-time advocate for VR, going back to when I owned the original Vive, and this time have gone through period, and in this time have gone through periods of genuine excitement for the platform, followed by periods of VR fatigue. My takeaway from this time jumping in and out of it is that it still has huge potential, and I feel confident it will carve out a niche as time goes on. I'd like to suggest two games that recently remind me exactly how great VR can be and why uh, it deserves the investment it needs. Demio. Is it Demio or Demio? I think it's Demio. It's hands down my favourite VR game and it's possibly the most gaming fun I've had with friends in recent memory. There is a flat screen version of this game, but the act of physically moving around a Dungeons and Dragons game, moving the pieces around the board and zooming in, Close to see combat animations is incomparable to anything else I've done and cannot be re- replicated on a monitor. I have seen this game. It does look very cool. I'm not really a Dungeons and Dragons kind of person mm. though. So I do, looking at it, this is the sort of thing I think in VR be cool. Like, and it seems a really reductive thing to do with VR, but even like, 
playing against a friend online in something stupid like Guess Who? Yeah. <laughs> like in <laughs> VR, like pop, like with real people. Like translating board games and stuff could be quite funny. I suppose. Or like battleships with like actual battleships going on. Yeah, once you, once you, when you started saying that, I was like, why don't you just play the real thing? But I guess there's this idea of, well, you can do it online with friends yeah. far away and it's like creating Or like massive monopoly, like where you're on like in a city and think you're moving around. Oh, and you like, have to walk around the, oh, I'll take ages. You're in a little car or you're a thimble. Yeah. I don't know. You hop around. Was, what about when you get to jail and you actually go to like a little prison where you can view the monopoly board know. in the distance? What is jail like, though? Never been, mate. Oh, I have a Monopoly lots of times. Yeah. <laughs> I collected $200 instead. <laughs> I, uh, I went to a comedy show on Saturday where the host played Guess Who with the audience. Like, we were the Guess Who-like pictures. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. They were playing subjective Guess Who. So the person that they called on stage had to answer questions about the person that they picked mm. out of the crowd and everybody right. had to sit down. Uh, and it was stuff like, do you think this person owns Bitcoin or not? <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of judgment going on. Yeah, exactly. No one won, by the way, but I think that's part of the fun. Um, Another recommendation from Johnny is, if you want to relive that magic feeling from when you first put on a VR headset, then A Fisherman's Tale will do just that. It's a short three-hour puzzle game that constantly blew me away with its innovative, clever mechanics. The sense of scale is amazing, and if any game is going to give you some respect for the sea, then this is it. You sold me at the end there. I don't know if this one, I have to look if this one's on PSVR, but um, I'm up for a puzzle game. And three hours sounds good to me. Uh, Johnny implores for us to have a go at both of these, and it can remind us why VR can and should remain relevant. I don't know if Johnny does work for HTC or Meta or <laughs> PlayStation, but very big advocate of VR. Um, yeah, I double sourced this. Good, good yeah. info. I would, I would say about these from a quick glimpse of, from what he's how he's described. They sound mm. like things that you can kind of do in real life, and I feel like with VR, I want it to create situations and opportunities of things I can't do. That's mm. why like Gran Turismo doesn't really massively appeal to me. Uh, like I want to be in worlds that I could never go to in real life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, playing a board game and then doing some fishing. Not sure that appeals, but you know, yeah, each to their own. There you go. It looks like Fisherman's Tale might have been on the original PSVR. I don't know. It's the annoying thing is not all games are being ported over to the two. Uh, mm. Not yet. Anyway, who knows? Might find out today. Yeah. yeah. This is a good episode. Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com if you want to write in about what Ant-Man, PSVR, Atomic Heart, anything you've been doing. Yeah. Breakfast, Weetabix, I don't know. Um, I think I'd also like if you've got a story for like also being in a location in a game. Like what was it weird being like, oh, I've been there. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling like I want to debate as well. I want people to write in and say they disagree <laughs> with our opinions. Yeah, want to have yeah a exactly. Good old you want to have a fight? Is what you? <laughs> no, but I'm feeling up for like you know defending my corner and hearing yeah. else, someone else's point of view. We spoke about this earlier. I avoid confrontation at all costs, whereas you kind of rarely you seek it yeah, out. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Um, do you know what? Was that confrontation out there? Let me. <laughs> the end music. Let's have a little bit of thumper. No, oh, no it was Atomic, Atomic Kitten. Oh, thumper. <laughs> Look, okay. You don't have to listen to, to it. Just uh, put Atomic Kitten. Which Atomic which Kitten? Mash up. Hole again. Yeah. Hole again? Yeah. Okay. You make me hole again. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, See Listeners. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. You can
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.